0: Hello again from Thinking Caps. I'm Tim Glom, the VP of Content at Cheetah Digital, joined as always by my co-host, Richard Jones, CMO at Cheetah Digital. And today we have a very special guest. Someone we've been trying to get onto the show for quite a while, but he's just so busy making great things happen. But today we have him, Samir Kazi, the CEO of Cheetah Digital.
1: Richard, finally it happened. It's finally happened. We're glad to have you on. And so, and thank you very much for wearing a cap. Oh yeah. (laughs)
2: Uh, Hey guys, it's great to see the both of you. And first of all, before we get started, let me just say congratulations on Thinking Caps. It's a concept that we, you know, the both of you sort of came up with the idea, launched it. You've had some incredible guests on. Uh, Maybe I'll pitch the first question to the both of you. Uh Uh, Who's been your favorite guest so far and, and why?
1: Oh, that is a good question. That's that's uh, that's not that a fair is. question because you know you, it's like who's my favorite child? That, that is a good question. I I've I very much enjoyed uh, the chat with uh, Adam Stewart, the Chief Digital Officer yep. of, of Star StarHub, purely because um, right now being being a CDO is is in a sort of. Yeah. It's the hot seat of, of, of hot seats because of all the digital acceleration. So that was really, really interesting. No, that's a good
0: one. And I'll take this opportunity to say everyone has been great. Tom Flanagan, you know, former EVP at Leo Burnett, Scott McNeely, uh, you know, just Dan Gertzkoff at, at uh, you know, just, there's a ton of people. So go check out the whole list. We're on iTunes, by the way. If you're not watching us on iTunes,
1: thinking caps on iTunes. But uh, Michael Michael Stutz, the chief oh, customer yes, officer Blumen of, of Blooming Brands, he was also, yeah. that was a great, a great chap. I mean, they've all They're been all good. great. They're all good. So
2: now we quiz you. I was going to rep today with my Iron Maiden hat, but uh, I found my Cheetah Digital hat. So what better way to do thinking caps than with the Cheetah Digital hat?
1: All right, next time. <laughs> oh, and, and next Tim, we, time Iron Maiden. We, we, we've actually forgot to say that our chairman was, uh, was one of the best. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, so Peter McCormick was bad. Just like blew my mind away. Forgot about it.
1: <laughs> all right, great. Well, let's, let's uh, dig in, actually, because... Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a few things we want to ask you. So let's let's start with um you know, being the the CEO of Cheetah Digital, right? You've you you didn't, you didn't come out of college and get that job. You know, there's been two decades of experience uh in the industry, which is you know, had you working at former leaders in their space like exact target. Um you ended up obviously in Salesforce through that acquisition. You know, you've worked at a number of different companies and you've had roles right across the, the spectrum, you know, sales, services, uh, et etc. So I really wanted to ask you, can you tell us a little bit about your personal journey to you know how you came to sit where you are today as the CEO of Cheetah Digital?
2: First of all, thanks for asking that question. And I, I'm I'm grateful not just to have an opportunity to share that, but really grateful for all the incredible people, uh, mentors and guides that I've met along my own personal journey over the years. It's really been incredible. Um I started off in digital marketing at a, a tiny little company based out of Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, uh, that some of you know called Exact Target. And when I first joined Exact Target, they were a, a company that was slightly less than $50 million in revenue. They had a few hundred employees. And I was fresh out of B school after having spent a decade or so doing work in the technology space in all different in, in, in all different types of companies uh, with roles that were primarily focused on serving customers, whether it was biz dev or, or account management or delivery or something like that. But my time at, at exact was super formative for me because, uh, I came into it, uh, sort of thinking to myself, boy, Samir really like it's 2008 is, is email marketing really the thing that you want to get into? And, uh, you know, like most people, if you ever tell them at a party, you know, if you're at a party and, and someone asks you what you do, and if you were to say, I'm in digital marketing as sort of the the umbrella statement, uh, but then they want to dive in a little bit. And you say, well, you know, all of those emails that you get from William sonoma we send those billions of emails and they're like, oh, so you're a spammer, right? Like that's the preconception <laughs> that a lot of people have about what the industry is about. So it takes time then to explain to them, no, no, that's what we did. But in 2008, it was... It was sort of the mindset with which I came into the business um, and, and wrongfully trivializing it. It didn't take me very long to change my point of view because I work with really incredible people. And my boss in particular at the time back then said to me something that was very important. He said, I know you think we're some sort of a mid-market email marketing company, but really what we are is a data company. And below the waterline is this incredible enterprise class work that we're doing uh, on data management for brands, uh, not just the where we store the data, but how we use make all of the data actionable. And email is just the first channel above the waterline uh, that we're executing against. It took me a while to like get under the covers and really understand what he was saying when he said that. And the rest of the journey at Exact Target has was both blessing and blur. Uh, and s- just incredible learnings as part of that process. Again, incredible people to work with. Um, it wasn't long during my tenure at Exact Target before I realized that uh, I didn't really understand customers and their use cases as deeply as someone with my level of seniority in the business. I was responsible for uh, professional services and making sure the clients were successful with the solutions that they had bought via technology. Marketing, consulting, deliverability, etc. I found that I didn't really understand that well, and for for most of us, that insecurity, that deep down inside, where you know you're like, I kind of think I'm faking my way through it. Uh, that that that's a terrible feeling to have, and the only antidote to that feeling is you've got to go deep, <laughs> right? And I'll will just if since you asked me about my personal story, I'll I'll share a personal anecdote that really helped to shape how I thought about what my personal role was and what the teams that worked with me and uh, how they should be oriented against customers. I remember being in a very important meeting with a very large sports manufacturer, sitting at a table with their head of global CRM, my boss, my entire team and me, and this woman, very intimidating, very powerful, lots of clout in an organization that was big and global, uh, looks directly at me and says, okay, we understand this next uh, set of things that we're going to do together. One of them is, uh, is abandoned shopping cart. I think back to it now. It's so trivial. Uh, she said, abandoned shopping cart. Hey, Samir, tell me, how you, how are you going to do that? <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, I, a little bead of sweat ran down my back at the time. And uh, I went directly to um all the process. I was like, oh, well, we assign a project manager and an architect, and then they come in and do the requirements gathering. Like it was all this like surface level stuff. And to her credit, she just, she came at me again. And I, have, I was dumbfounded. This is very early on in my career there. I was dumbfounded. And my boss immediately picked it up, and he answered the question. He goes, "Well, you know, where we we have uh, we have uh, this tag that we place on your website, or we collect data from Omniture, and then we we look at those people that have abandoned, and we consolidate that data in our system. Blah 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 blah. That all of the stuff that somebody goes, oh, these guys know what abandoned shopping cart is. Remember, this is two thousand nine at the time, right? Um, to say that I was embarrassed, like I felt it deep inside me, would be an understatement." And I just never want to feel that way again. And what I value is the no BS approach, the no faking it approach to how one delivers value to customers, how you can be both authentic, have a deep desire to learn, the curiosity to understand, to ask questions when you don't know it, but then leverage what you do know with what you're learning. To help customers be better, to help them achieve their goals, it's something that I value in everyone that I meet, and it's the ethos with which I want to live my life. Uh, and selfishly, I want everybody who who works with me to feel that way—that excitement, that curiosity, and the need to serve with knowledge. I want everybody to feel that way.
1: You know, it's, it's pretty interesting when you when you when you first come into business. Uh, you know, being a being a young a young person, you spend the first part of your career trying to pretend that you know stuff because you you feel embarrassed if you don't and actually the longer you go in uh, on in your career the more you embrace not not knowing and it's <laughs> amazingly cathartic to be cognizant of what you don't know and actually embrace that as an opportunity to learn and yeah, be sure. Curious. And just
0: say hey yeah. hold on a second let me ask some
1: dumb yeah. questions so yeah, yeah. To- totally with you there now I know you've got a question. Yeah, answer. I do. Well, and that, that segue is kind of where I wanted to
0: go because I'm I'm relatively new to Cheetah, six months in. Um, I was at Signals last year, but I want to ask you this. You know, you're currently the CEO of Cheetah Digital,
1: you know, um, but... You know, world's largest well, independent market Digital. Uh, marketing company. Oh, yes, company. So yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. So um, it's
0: only been three years since you've spun out of Experian, you know, and we have clients like Starbucks and Discovery and uh, GSK and P&G and Williams-Sonoma and all those that we've mentioned. But really, Cheetah's customer engagement suite was launched at Signals last year, September 2019. And that's, you know, we say that it gives the customer a single view of their customer data, powerful tools to activate and engage audience. Is at any point in the journey? Can you really tell us the genesis of that and the evolution of this consumer engagement suite, the CES, um, and what it really stands for for marketers? Can you explain that for
2: us? Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: You've got two minutes starting now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, the company that we bought from Experian, who by the way are, are, are still shareholders in the business. Uh, and the experienced CEO Brian Kasson is on our board. We love working with Brian. He's a terrific guy, super knowledgeable, great businessman. Um, The company that we bought has this 20-year legacy of email marketing, digital marketing, and serving the biggest, most sophisticated brands in the world. And uh, in the past, I've competed against, and to have the privilege of of uh, being at the helm of that business and helping to evolve that business has been one of the greatest things I've ever done professionally. I re- I'm really loving my time at Cheetah Digital and uh, I love the people that we work with I love our customers. It's, it's been fantastic. After I left Salesforce and before we jumped into Cheetah Digital, I'd sort of been disconnected from the industry for three or four years. And our thesis when we bought the business was pretty simple. We looked at the existing products and we thought, you know, to really have this company be a home run, what we need to do is improve some of the products. We, we already had some incredible data management capabilities. Uh, our, our, our messaging capabilities at scale are unmatched in the industry, they're incredible. Uh, but what we felt like there's some work that needed to get done on the UI and in workflow. And, and what we felt was that if we did that work, a couple of really important things would happen. The analysts would would recognize that work and give us the right kudos for it. Number one. Number two, that we'd at least get a look at every deal that was in the marketplace and be able to win, you know, proportional to all the rest of the marketing clouds uh, that are in the market. And that just those sim now seemingly simple things. I can say that for you know looking back at three years ago, those things would allow us to succeed as a business, um, and our very first week at the company was at Experian and customer conference in 2017 in Las Vegas. So my first days at the company was in Las Vegas on stage with team members all across the world. And then, you know, users and customers who had come to that conference announcing Cheetah Digital, announcing everything we were doing with the company. And one of the things I remember is that first week, someone stopped me and they said, Hey, there's this XYZ partner is in the partner area, and they're a CDP. This 2017, remember? And Samir, what do you think uh, about CDPs? And I, I, I didn't know what a CDP was. Boy, there's a lot of things I don't know. I was like, I didn't know what a CDP was, and I just said, Oh yeah, well, well what do they do? Oh, you know, they manage, you know, lots of data, and 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 they they help marketers understand data. I'm like, we do that. We do that at crazy scale, we probably manage more data than anybody else in the market. We manage like 10 plus petabytes of data on behalf of our customers all across the world. What make, what, why are we even talking about this? And it, it just, that, that, that cadence didn't stop. Every week somebody would ask me about a CDP until we kicked off a project internally with a product manager uh, and a biz dev person to really go understand the CDP space. And what I realized was, What was missing in our thesis was how data had evolved over the years. Hadoop, what a difference that big data had made in marketing. And so many startups, so many uh, young companies that were trying to solve problems in the market were were spinning up businesses very quickly because they had access to Hadoop and and cloud technologies. And they were doing interesting things with real-time data and streaming data, et cetera. And we were expert at batch data but we didn't really understand what big data and, uh, and cloud-based systems were like for the modern age. We did some research and we ended up doing an acquisition shortly after buying the company. And what that acquisition was, really was a terrific company called Stellar Loyalty. And it was a both a technology and a talent deal. Really the, the people that came along with the deal are some of the best leaders we have in the business today. And then the technology has been instrumental in helping shape the evolution of the customer engagement suite, not just in the way that we manage data. Their, their core technologies allowed us to give birth to the engagement data platform, our next generation data management platform that manages batch data at scale, real-time streaming data, any kind of data that a customer can imagine, including having a single customer view, the golden record. Uh, we've added AI uh, on top of that, et cetera. But we got that. The, the entire world, it's a little bit of inside baseball here. The entire world understood this as we bought a loyalty company, but we bought some incredible technology and, and we, ha- we have the great privilege of working with some incredible people at Stellar. But we also did get a loyalty product. We became one of the solutions. Um, and if you bear with me, we did one more acquisition this incredible company called Weigh-In. Hello, Richard. Um, and we, the, the Weigh-In acquisition was born of the fact that we had customers asking us some very important questions. I remember being with customers who would say to us, hey, Samir, we have a big problem. And the problem is, you know, our email database is X millions of people. And that's good. But we can tell that our fan base... It's like 10 times as big as that. And we wanna know these people, we wanna be able to market to them. How do we solve that problem? This is a classic digital marketing problem of acquisition. How do you drive acquisition, subscription, subscribers and get them into your database? And I just remember, I we always tap danced around the answer to that problem, right? It was always like, hey, well, we've got some marketing consultants who can come up with some tactics to help you think about in-store signage or mobile and how that could help you. but. That problem was never directly attacked until that question posed that, that customer posed that question to me. My answer in classic Samir fashion was, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how to solve that problem. I'm going to think a lot about it. And I did. I spent a bunch of months thinking about it until one day another former client of mine came to me and said, hey, you should really talk to this company called Weigh-In uh, they're doing some really interesting stuff around zero-party data, I had no idea what zero-party data was at the time, around uh, around uh, acquisition and progressive profiling. And because it was a customer who I valued a lot, made that ask, I uh, set up some time with Richard, and he and I had our first uh, meeting together, and my mind was blown. Because what the weigh-in product, which is now Cheat Experiences, by the way, what that product does is it hits, every one of the problems and then some of what that original client talked to me about acquisition check it's a marketer friendly product that allows you to uh to drag and to drag and drop 80 plus customizable experiences onto a canvas for a marketer not an it person for marketer to, to to set up that experience and then publish that experience in a content block in a digital ad, in an Instagram feed, anywhere in social, as a landing page, and use that as a way of creating affinity with consumers that already love your brand, that want to share more with you so that they can also get some benefit out of that value exchange. You give them something, they give you something, that value exchange, and then use that to drive permission. And... Database that increasing your database size and acquisition and progressive profiling in interesting non-creepy ways we did that we we acquired weigh-in uh again great technology great talent lots of people at weigh-in richard you're a prime example of this very senior leaders inside of the business now uh doing great things helping our our overall mission forward um But when when you step back and look at that suite of solutions, you realize what you have, is you have a life cycle set of solutions for the first party data marketer that go all the way from acquisition, to promotions, to to loyalty, and they're underpinned by this engagement data platform. Um, And the, the whole goal of all of this is optimization of customer lifetime value And and the reason this is important is because in in doing this, in launching the CES at our signals event last year, what we've effectively done is we've taken a company that has a 20 year legacy in in really interesting messaging at scale and evolved that company with the times to be a business, to be a solutions provider that can really help first party data marketers, digital marketers tackle the sets of things they wanna tackle today a la personalization, ala uh, optimization of customer lifetime value, loyalty acquisition, etc.
1: So I, I got a, an interesting perspective here, and I think it ties to what you uh, you, you said uh, previously, which was, you know, that ability to ask questions and to assume, you know, that, that you be cognizant of what you don't know and ask, be curious, ask simple questions. When you have uh, that mentality, you uncover things that need to be solved, right? Yeah. And, and that what I really liked about the customer engagement suite coming from, you know, having uh, set up a, a company and then, um, you know, we had options. And what I was drawn to, to Cheetah Digital about was actually the vision. And the vision was being uncovered because you were asking these questions uh, of customers to find out these gaps and put together a platform that was meeting a need. And there's no better way of being able to sort of judge that the mission is what people are joining this company for than the fact that you've got a set of different founders now that have joined the company. Most most acquisitions, they're they're out, you know, six weeks <laughs> later, you know, and every single person is here. They're completely bought into the mission in. mission. And the the, the 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 reverse is also true. So when we were at Weigh-In, we were creating these experiences, going off and collecting all of these you know, opt-in data for customers, learning about people's preferences and desires, interests with the backdrop of privacy, right? Because you can't just buy this data anymore. You, you need to get it direct from consumers. And we were collecting all this data, but then the cons- our customers are going, that's great, you've, you've got this data, but could, could you trigger some, some messaging based on certain things for us? And you're like, well, I know we can't do that because we're not a messaging platform. You know, saying, oh yeah. And also the more that we learn about people, it's, it's just fantastic. It's driving all these, these business results. But yeah, if we could, if we could message people off, off, triggered off the back of it and also give some sort of gamification and loyalty so that we could drive people back over time and look at the CLV, that would be amazing. And so, you know, we, we were seeing that from customer requirements. So when, when we met Samir... It was the easiest, you know, meeting of minds one could possibly imagine. I know that was the case with the guys from Stellar Loyalty. And, you know, to your credit, you now have a Forrester-leading loyalty platform. You've got uh, one of the top uh, 10 CDPs in the market in terms of most features You've got a Forrester leading messaging platform with the twenty-five percent of revenue that you're pumping into R and D. So, with the company of our size, that's massive amount of dollars into innovation. Uh, and then you've got the Cheetah Experiences product to boot, which is you know Forrester and other analysts are really big uh, fan of. So, you've assembled a, a world class um, uh, platform. Uh, so, congratulations to you because I know it's not easy.
2: Hey, th- th- thanks for saying that. It's been. It's been a fantastic journey today and it's gonna get even better as we go along. Um, I, and then just two comments I wanna make. One is, in the past I would never really thought about loyalty and the impact that loyalty was having on customer lifetime value for marketers. It's such a no brainer. Our product, as you said, is best of breed. It's a leader in the force of loyalty wave. What I really, you, you alluded to this, this idea of engagement with customers around solutions. One thing I'm really proud of about our company, and it's a, it's a thing that we can do uniquely that not a lot of other companies in the market can do. What we really value is the ability to partner with our customers to build solutions uh, for categories, for industries, because, you know, the type of solution that you need in, in an industry, there's some commonality to it, whether it's in healthcare or, or in airlines or in quick serve restaurants for loyalty specifically. Um, and we believe that our success is tied to customer success and to that products need to, in certain industries, product need to behave and feel and, and do certain things. We're committed to partnering with our customers and evolving our products for their industries with input from them. And it's very hard to do that with companies that are either very, very small or very, very large. With a large company, just can't get the attention. And small companies, they don't have the the financial wherewithal to go do that for a broad base of customers. And we, I take a lot of pride in being able to do that. I'm really happy about that. Um, the, The piece around experiences that I thought was really interesting. And I'll tease one, one, one other thought here. The thing that I thought was really interesting was this. It was the idea that as privacy becomes so important and as, it's clear that marketers are sort of the caretaker of that privacy for many brands and Europe's led the way. There's no question about it. That the, that the adoption of our, the Cheetah Experiences product in, in Europe, the fact that it, it it really took off over there is not surprised me one bit. Many European brands, uh, EMEA brands are leading the way around privacy and how to deal with consumers in a healthy, non-creepy manner in the US in particular a lot of that thinking is is coming to light now the most forward looking brands are thinking about that the idea of engaging with customers in a in a in a smart in a ethical in a privacy centric manner but i think there's still a lot of work to be done in the US across many many brands i feel like our solution set and specifically our experiences product is a is a tip of the spear for many uh, for many brands across the uh, the us to think about privacy and consumer habits and, and engaging customers in interesting ways to derive that value exchange I think there's a lot of work to be done in America around that topic in particular
0: oh it's it's growing I mean I've, I've been living in that space before I got here and, and uh, yeah it's there's a lot there's a lot to that and we're going to dig into that I want to dig into that with you. Um, but I have another question. Can I ask another question? Go for it. Okay. Um, this one kind of gets into the weeds a little bit. But um, right now there's a lot of talk around consumer journey, right? Marketers are always talking about a better consumer journey and orchestrating my, contru- my uh, journeys for the consumer. You know, and, and MarTech kind of focuses on that. But it's usually based on like predefined journeys that a marketer wants to go, right? Yeah. My website at my agency said, uh, consumers don't give a shit about your marketing plan. Get over it. Right. And that's just, you know, I, I believe that So, yeah. but when it comes to technology And, and getting people over that um, Every consumer is unique So they, each consumer has a different goal They want to be, you know, put on different uh, Their own experience path, etc um, How are we dealing with that at Cheetah? Like, what's our differentiation and vision In the technology To help marketers empower Truly unique customer experiences On this journey?
2: What's your vision there? So so much to unpack over there. I'll try to keep it succinct. Yeah, give it. Um, you know, the idea of the customer journey is, I, I think, was a fantastic uh, concept about this idea of influencing how customers uh, how how they engage with certain moments of truth with brands and then how the brand influences those moments of truth to become something really uh, great for the consumer and great for the brand, right? That's that's the concept of it, but the implementation of it in the market has been not exactly that. The implementation has really been an automation implementation. So it's a series of, of steps that one would go through. Hey, uh, uh, someone visited the website and they abandoned then observe Uh, Wait for three days and then send them an email saying, hey, you abandoned, but would you like this 10% offer? And then if they don't respond, wait for another three, like you you get what I'm saying. This just a series of steps. That's not a journey. That's just an automation. Something becomes a journey when one has the wherewithal, the patience to observe first, just really observe what consumers are doing across all your brand touchpoints website, uh, email engagement, if you have any, mobile, et cetera, social, what, what are consumers that you know, what are they doing across this landscape? And then the real, the real impact towards customer lifetime value uh, and value exchange, by the way, happens when you're able to influence the customer or the consumer or the person in that moment or in that channel or at that step in an interesting way. Doing that is hard. There's a lot of people talking about it. There's not a lot of people doing it. And so if I just rewind three years ago, one of the very first sort of things that were thrown up in terms of deficiency in our product set was that, hey, you don't have a quote unquote journey builder of sorts. But that wasn't technically true. We have really excellent enterprise class automation and segmentation capabilities. We just didn't have them show up in the product visually so that a marketer could put some boxes together and draw lines between them. And the reason we didn't was because the work that we did for brands that was real automation was so complex that it didn't show up in a series of boxes connected by lines. It showed up as code, yeah. a code that you could, you could derive in the software itself, which is great. We recognize the fact that this idea of really influencing the journey is important. Doing it visually is also important, but it's important from the point of view of there probably a there, a dozen use cases that we can make super easy for, for marketers by saying, here's a a journey use case that you can just activate, enter in the variables, and it just works and produces revenue. Period. We've we're we're launching those those uh, that product in a month, and I'm really excited about that. As a matter of fact, we just had a lunch and learned about it today to to give a preview to our entire company about it, so excited about it. That's a no brainer, but it's it's really, it's the thing that's right above the waterline. It's the stuff that's below the waterline that's really interesting. Because true journey management at scale for marketers has nothing to do with boxes and lines. It has to do with how the machine helps you think about decisioning at every step of the process and at every moment of truth, orchestration, if you will. There's some incredible companies doing point solutions in orchestration out there, but when you bring all of this together, so our engagement data platform, now where you store information about individuals and their preferences and all of their historical data, and then you can impact, you can orchestrate a journey for that person, first by observing how they behave, and then by then by making little tweaks That's the path to optimization of customer lifetime value. And this idea of orchestration, in my opinion, that's the future of personalization. Personalization is not A-B testing. It's not even multivariate testing. Personalization is based on an individual, what you know about that individual, and then how you can optimize what your machine can predict will happen with that individual. That's next Mm -hmm. generation personalization Via decisioning and orchestration, we're leading in building products that we'll have in the market here in the next nine months. That I think are going to be super exciting, and they're even more exciting because they're part of a platform that enables marketers not to buy individual solutions and then figure out how to use APIs to tie all of them together. It's part of a solution set that you can just get off the shelf from 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 us as part of our for, as part of our customer engagement suite.
1: No, and that's that's a that's a great point. And I think, um, you know, in terms of, you know, the the marketing landscape, the the vendor landscape uh, as a whole, you know, Cheetah Digital um, has been committed to delivering 25% of the revenues, you know, per year, into R and D and innovation. Which, if anyone works in the SaaS industry, that is a heck of a large amount of money to be putting towards uh, uh, innovation and R and D, and it's. frankly, it's wonderful to be in a place where where innovation is coming that thick and fast. And we've seen that in the recent spate of analyst reports covering the uh, product areas in the customer engagement suite. So, you know, we mentioned uh, leader in the Forrester email marketing uh, wave, Um, leader in the Forrester loyalty platforms wave, you know, top 10 uh, uh, supplier in the customer, uh, uh, the CDP Institute um, ranking of vendors in terms of the most, uh, features. Um, we've just been announced as uh, a challenger in Gartner's multi-channel marketing hub. And that was the far you know, year over year was the, 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 the fastest growing vendor. And I, you know, where are we going to be next year? I think we're, we're, we're innovating faster than the entire segment, in my opinion. So, and don't forget also
0: one of the only companies recognized by Forrester, to actually collect, as we talked about, acquire the zero, party this, 0 party data, data yeah. at scale. Yeah.
1: So you, you've, you've got all, you know got you've got all these kind of point solutions that are getting uh, best of breed reckon, uh, recognition. My question for you is: How do you view our place in the overall kind of landscape of uh, marketing software vendors, with the point solutions on one hand and the marketing clouds uh, on the other?
2: Yeah, uh, it, it's. It's a really interesting question. Uh, And I'm so proud of all those accolades that you mentioned. Uh, I'm so proud of the teams at Cedar Digital that have worked hard, not just to build those products, but also work closely with analysts to get those uh, those across the line. It's a non-trivial effort. So caps off to all of you guys in in, in making that happen. Um, I, I have to tell you, I have a ton of respect for young companies that are doing innovative things in the market, trying to solve difficult problems with limited resources and trying to impact the state of the market. I have a ton of respect for them. There's so many exciting companies out there that are solving really tough and interesting problems. Um, The challenge that a lot of these young companies have is, is at some point, uh, unless they can break through the glass ceiling of whether it's ARR or product market fit, whatever the case might be, to truly get themselves to a place where they're a platform for their customers. It's very tough to scale those. Not Many of those businesses will be successful in their own right. They have excellent valuations. I wish them the very best. But in terms of practically solving problems for customers, it's very tough to become a platform. We're a platform because of the way we think about data and the and, and integrated solutions built on top of, our, top of our engagement data platform. And the key word there is integrated solutions built on top of the data platform. What the marketing clouds, where they've lost their way in the last couple of years is, and it, it, they've acquired some of the, these really interesting point solutions in the market, but what they've not done well is integrated them to create a, holistic solution for marketers. They've also made bets and kudos to them, they've got the resources to be able to do it. They've made, bet, made bets in lots of, lots of places. Um, but I feel like they've lost focus on the marketer and the pride that I take and we all take as, at Cheetah Digital is that we're dedicated to marketers. We're here to serve the marketer, uh, solve really difficult problems, but not as point solutions, as a platform. There are things that are happening in the customer lifecycle that marketers need to impact. There's people at customers responsible for this entire piece of business, and they need solutions to help them do that. And that's exactly what we do. And I think we fulfill something in the market that neither the marketing clouds do very well today, nor uh, nor the point solutions in the market.
0: Couldn't agree more. Yeah. I, I, hey, look, that's why I'm here, right? I was one of those guys stitching things together for my clients going, oh, my gosh, this is a mess of spaghetti. You know, it's raining on my marketing parade. Your cloud is raining on my marketing parade. So, yeah, I, I love it. I'm all in. But
1: the 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 the, the, the caveat that I think is, is what really gives Cheetah Digital um, uh, not only a, a sense of mission and purpose, but the ability to actually execute on it is that. Tudor Digital hasn't been going out acquiring 15-year-old Uh, companies and 15-year-old tech and then trying to stitch, you know, these very mature business leaders together. That's a tricky thing to do. The technology, just the underpinning technology is so mature, such different stacks, very hard to do. We've been doing it with the acquisition of the talent and this raw capability and building it consistently around an EDP. And actually all the acquisitions make sense. You know, it's it's moving to this first-party data marketer and it's not a... Let's just buy up everything because there's interesting revenue lines and then call it a cloud. I think that's a really important differentiator. Well, as somebody who was on,
0: excuse me, on the outside, using Way in and now seeing the suite, um, it's impressive, the integration. The integration and the native orchestration and the things that do happen holistically on the platform, you know, not moving from A to B to C to D, all holistically, and it's great to see clients. And if you're watching this and you haven't demoed the customer engagement suite, take a half an hour. Just you'll understand what you have today, what you could have, and what really the future looks like. So I'm I'm all in on it.
2: Well so I like was I like your pitch, Tim. I love that. If I could make my own pitch, it would be this. If you're either a customer or a prospect and you're watching this and you just want to talk about your marketing program. And what we've learned with the decades of experience that we've had in the industry and how we think about technology and its use of problems, I want you to reach out to me. I, I want to talk to you. I'm super excited about doing that. I'm sure there are plenty of people just like charging forward at Cheetah Digital who want to do the same with you, but... More than anything, I'm excited to have those conversations with you.
1: Awesome. There, there you go. And um, I'll extend a, a, an offer as a CMO that if anyone does reach out to you direct, they'll get that Cheetah Digital hat or a version of a ah. very, very similar hat like it.
0: Well, and listen, we, I, I've got a lot of other questions. Obviously, there's a lot we could ping Samir with. We've, we're over a half an hour. We've taken up enough of your time. Let's save some questions for next time and that Iron Maiden hat. <laughs> i'll bring my iron maiden tour shirt you bring the hat and richard he's the brit he can go over there and run around like bruce dickinson with a british flag
2: i want an intro music next time guys oh yeah you're
0: on it all right great this has been awesome thanks samir um thinking caps find us on itunes you can find us at cheetahdigital.com and uh, as we mentioned in the beginning tons of previous guests that you need to go and check out thanks guys thank talk you.
2: to you soon it's been great gents thank you